Hobby Roulette is a podcast for anyone and everyone where we let our interests lead and desperately try to follow through. So hit subscribe and follow along with us for each new hobby adventure that we embark on. Hello, Tiff. Hi, Paige. How's it going? It's been a while since we caught up. I know. I miss you. Um, It's going, Paige. I have the goats locked in Fort Goat in the winter. I call it Fort Goat. It is like the most redneck creation in the entire world. I basically just put a bunch of pallets together and then screwed them together by myself. And then every time the goats escaped, I would add another layer of defense until they could no longer get out. There's like nails poking out in certain places. I think that's just like karma. Like if you try to climb out of here, you're going to get poked and it's going to remind you, don't do that. So, <laughs> they have somehow escaped Fort Goat. I don't know how they're getting out. I can't see any of the defenses being down. When I just went out to let my dog in before we recorded, I walked out onto the deck and there were six goats, poop everywhere, and then a kitten in the middle of all of those goats and they all looked at me. And I was like, <laughs> what's happening here? It's like the weirdest thing. The kitten runs away and then the goats start following me. And I was like, no, no. And and then I had to slam the door in the goat's face. So that's my update for you. (laughs) How are you? What's your update? Tell me everything. Oh, I'm doing great. Okay. This is deep personal sharing. So everybody buckle up. I feel honored. kind of sad. So pet sadness, Mm. trigger warning, and mental health issue trigger trigger warning, I guess. Um, You've all been warned. So I had to put one of my dogs to sleep a couple of weeks ago. Sully. He was 14 and had some like house stuff going on, but we kind of thought he was going to like be kicking forever because that's how he does. We love him very much. In the last days, taking him to the vet, I made Andy go with me. Then we were, as soon as I like started getting onto the interstate, I started having a panic attack. Mm -hmm. And then I had a panic attack on the interstate and I haven't had one in like probably seven or eight years. So that was not very fun. I started getting like the tunnel vision thing Mm -hmm. too. And so I was like blacking out while I was driving. But the whole time in my mind, I was like, we only have to go like a mile. I'm doing fine driving. I can still see like a little pinhole of visible things. Like That's all you need to see when you're driving, really. Yeah. I was like, it's not totally black. Oh, here's the exit. I'll just get off here. And um, there was like a stoplight right when you get off. And Andy was like, hey, do you want to switch drivers? And I was like, <laughs> yes, let's switch. And then when we switched, she was like, oh my God, you almost wrecked us. I thought you're gonna ping pong against all these cars oh what an angel of a man though just being like hey <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. doing great but maybe let me drive <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so anyway it was uh now looking back it was it's i can laugh about it i guess i won't say it's yeah. funny but i can laugh about it that was like several weeks ago so i'm feeling much better now but i did find out a cool thing i haven't tried it yet if you eat i saw this on a tiktok video or something Mm. If you, someone's therapist told them if they're about to have a panic attack and you can feel it coming on, then if you eat a warhead candy, because they're so sour that that will like snap your brain out of freak out moment. Mm. 
and just like pull you out of it. And But anyway, so I have a couple of warheads ready to go just in case, but I haven't got a chance to try it yet. So it'll be interesting well, to see. If hopefully works. you don't get a chance to try it. Although I, for science sake, I am very curious. <laughs> That's fair. I also hope I never, ever, ever get a chance to try it. But science. (laughs) If I do, that will be the silver lining that I will do the test for science. Yes. Thank you for your sacrifice for our scientific (laughs) purposes. Yeah. I think Elf, that movie is like, it's 20 years old this year. Okay. Can you believe That's (laughs) concerning. Do you ever feel I like I, I don't know if it's because of like my type of brain. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if it's a diagnosis thing, but do you ever like not feel like the right age in your head? Like I don't, yeah. I'm not good at accept. like I don't feel 30 something, you know, like I don't feel that age. Like in my brain, I'm like 1920, maybe. Yeah, I totally relate. And also I forgot how old I was this year for like the last six months. I've been making myself a year older. So that's <laughs> the threshold is when you forget. I feel like another marker is when you only care about the decade birthdays you're like okay I'm 30 yay now I don't care about any of them until I'm 40 and that's another (laughs) big one (laughs) everything in between is a wash (laughs) yeah uh should we get into our hobby for this week of course I I think that this is going to be the hobby that I have struggled with the most to be completely transparent with you Paige ditto Okay, so for those of you that might be new here, I'm Tiff. And I am Paige. And this is Hobby Roulette. That means that we try out and chat about new hobbies. And then we tell you fun ways for you to try them yourself or decide that you never want to try it because it's boring. (laughs) (laughs) I, like I said, have struggled. I was not very good at it. (laughs) Therefore, (laughs) I wouldn't let myself enjoy it. First and foremost, we have to tell you all the things that we have learned about pottery slash ceramics. Yes. Technically, I didn't do the pottery with air quotes. I did clay art. Pottery. What is it? (laughs) That's my favorite part of every episode. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like I can't say that in a serious tone to save my life. Thank you to Wikipedia for bringing this to us. Pottery is the process. Forming vessels and other objects with clay and other raw materials. And then you would fire it at a high temperature to give it a hard, durable form. So that is like the official explanation of pottery. Make a thing, put it into what's called a kiln, fire it. I think actually this is crazy. 600 to 1600 degrees Celsius. Oh, I'm going to Google. Something that is intriguing me says you can put it up to that temperature in a bonfire pit or kiln. I don't know if I realize you can just put it in a fire. I thought you had to have like a legitimate kiln, but this is telling me that if I get my fire hot enough, I can just stick that bitch in my fireplace. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've actually watched YouTube videos of people that are way more hardcore and cool than me with the pottery thing get clay from their land where they live and they can recognize that it's the right mixture of like 
clay and sandy soil or whatever is in there. And then they use that to make a vessel, which is wild. That is probably the coolest thing I've literally ever heard of. Okay, to jump back. So 600 degrees Celsius is 1,112 degrees Fahrenheit. And the upper part of that range, which was 1,600 degrees Celsius, is 2,912 degrees. I can't even fathom how hot that is. It's probably when the flame turns cool colors and it's not orange. Ah, yeah. No, that's literally insane to me. Yeah. So wild. This is an episode of extremes. (laughs) (laughs) Extreme pottery. (laughs) Okay. And then something Paige has brought to us as well is fun facts from the Wikipedia, our fantastic source. (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm just going to read this verbatim, this one (laughs) sentence, because I don't know why I wrote it this way. Pottery is one of the oldest human inventions, seriously old AF. That's um, That sounds about right for us note-taking. That's a direct page and tiff note quote. Um, <laughs> but okay, so the actual facts are that there were ceramic objects discovered in the Czech Republic that date back 29,000 to 25,000 BC. That's crazy. The earliest known pottery vessels are discovered in, I hope I say this right, Jiangxi, China, and they those date back to 18,000 BC. Here we are doing it as a hobby. <laughs> now it's a hobby. It was for survival. Now it's a hobby. Um, oh, and I had another fun fact that I learned from my shopping experiences. <laughs> So I have this cup from a company called Laughing Gnome Pottery. They're out of Washington and it's all handmade, of course, like stuff. But so things are (laughs) apparently supposed to taste better out of clay vessels like coffee and tea. So theirs are not. Yeah, it's like not 100% glazed or whatever like the top little rim is. Anyway, so I did not know that was a thing until I... Okay, so I believe that. So do you remember in our... um, It's reminding me, my brain is doing the connection thing. Do you remember in our um, fermenting episode and we talked about the super old as heck sourdough that the guy took yeast from pottery that he found in Egypt... And then made a sourdough starter Ooh, from that. Yeah. So that's, I feel like that is connected, right? Because it can like absorb because it has pores. Yeah. Right? Clay, clay probably is the only reason that sourdough starter made it. So it's all interconnected. Pottery plus. It's yeah. All- <laughs> Hashtag pottery plus. That's what it's about. Um, <laughs> agent of making up facts. It's We're so smart. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what are some um, what are some like pottery options? Near- or like how to do a hobby? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I first discovered I was a senior and I got to be in the ceramics class, and my ceramics teacher was awesome. He always wore these overalls; it was fantastic. <laughs> Literally the best part of my day. Imagine a teenager that hates school and just sitting there on a ceramics wheel for hours, staring into the depths of this clay. It was my dream come true. But they have those not just in a high school setting. You can like sign up for classes around you. Fun fact, you're allowed to still learn things as an adult. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know if you guys knew that. I recently found that out, that it's okay to sign up for and do social things as an adult. You could choose a ceramics class if that's something that piques your interest. Um, They usually will have those at like local art centers or like community colleges. Sometimes you can sign up just for like one-off classes. Yeah, like a pottery studio. There are a few of those around where I live. I follow them on Instagram. Yeah, I feel like um, I've gone to like birthday parties and stuff there before. That would be a good thing to like take your kiddos with because you can pick a piece that's already been made or you could, I think, make them. I don't know. I think those places exist. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, and there are at-home options, oh, yeah. right? If you don't want to like be social, if you want to just have everything delivered to your house and stay inside, which is totally fine as we're all wintering probably a little bit right now. They have air dry clay, which is my favorite and my chosen method of doing the things. You can order a wheel with throwing clay off of Amazon, which was Tiff's chosen method. Kudos, because that seems uh, intimidating to me. (laughs) Oh, and there's also like a lower temperature firing clay that you can just bake in the oven. It's pretty awesome. Why did we pick this? We got one Spotify vote (laughs) from our dearest friend and listener. (laughs) Do we know who voted or is it anonymous? It's anonymous, so I don't actually know for sure. If it was you that voted, we appreciate you and we thank you. Yes. And also, you're running our podcast, basically. (laughs) So you're solely responsible for the direction that it's going in. So we (laughs) thank you so much. No pressure. (laughs) No pressure. Let's see. Okay, reason number two, we get to play with mud, which who, child or adult, doesn't like that. Yes, it was really fun to get to like be super messy, I feel like, because I don't, I don't know, as an adult, I feel like you don't have as many opportunities to just be like ridiculously messy. And after my project was done, there was just like clay and water and just crap everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> so it was kind of nice. I feel like as an adult, you have to, the goal is to contain the messes, prevent them. But yeah, this is an excuse to just go wild. I think this next reason is a tiff reason. I'm going to let you read it. I said it, it brings us back to the good old days of pottery class in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had a pottery class in high school, but it wasn't like a throwing wheel situation. It was hand molding. And Ah. so, but they did fire the objects. Like we painted them and they were fired. Um, I think you made like really awesome stuff in your class. I made a tiny giraffe whose body was a little cup that's maybe like two Aww. inches in diameter. So I don't know what you could put in it. A few pieces of jewelry that are small. <laughs> but my mom uh, took it and refused to give it back to me. So I think it's Aww. still like on her dresser at home. That's cute. My dad um, still has all of mine and my siblings like ceramic stuff. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the least we could do, I guess, right? They, they did all the hard parenting things for us so you're welcome to keep my giraffe for as long as you want (laughs) the next reason it is challenging yeah (laughs) fairly fairly challenging um i think mainly i don't know tiff if you're like this but if i'm not immediately good at something it kind of pisses me off and then i struggle with like not i'm like okay well fine i don't want to do it anymore and it's like i need to grow and not be like that eventually but it's yeah so I have one of two things that happens in a scenario where I am not the best at something. They're polar opposites. Again, it's an episode of extremes. I am either completely done with it. It's dead to me because how dare I not be perfect at it the first time. And the other extreme is 
I will not eat or sleep until I have mastered this. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) Either way. working on that. No pressure to us and everyone else if you try something and it doesn't work out. But we did get to flex our art skills. Yes. Since I became a mom is just crafting for tiny humans. I don't ever get to like craft to enjoy it. And if I do, they will break it. So I don't even try. So it was nice to just be trying to do something. Yeah. You got to do something just for you. Yeah. Love it. Well, I feel like that leads us into one of the many benefits of Pottery Plus. You get to do stuff just for you. Yeah, it's therapeutic. Yeah. I actually, I tried to convince Ryan to, this is another benefit, is it can be like fun to do with family or like make it into a date night. I tried to convince Ryan to make it a date night and I was like, I was trying to challenge him to get him to like go for it. So I'm like on the floor of our living room with this tiny like elf wheel (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like failing and I was like obviously looked like a hot mess. There's clay everywhere. There's probably clay on my face and I'm like trying to do this little elf wheel and he's just staring at me like this is not cute. What are you doing? And so I kept saying, well, I am literally the best ceramic maker in our household right now since you're not even willing to try. So if you think you can do anything better than me, by all means, come do it. So I was trying to like egg him on to get him to do it so that we could do a date night and have like a fun competition. My relationship style is we have to be in constant competition with each other in order to feel joy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. And (laughs) he would not take the bait, but he was very adamant on the fact that I looked very ridiculous and was not very good at it. Well, okay. One benefit to that relationship style is that if the other person refuses to participate, then you are the best by default. I want, correct. Yes. Let's say you want to try it. You want to get started. You're like, how the heck am I going to play with clay as Paige and Tiff have told us? So like normal, we each have kind of our own style of how we (laughs) took ceramics as you know, I bought a throwing wheel. I think it was like 70 bucks on Amazon. They have ones that are like even cheaper that are like 30 bucks, like a kid's throwing wheel. I thought about getting one of those, but I was like, I'm just going to get this tiny elf wheel um, because it came with clay and like a bunch of tools and stuff. And I figured if I stink at it, which fun fact I do, then I can give it to the children <laughs> and let them mess with it. So win-win. Um, I tried to make a bowl. It is about an inch across. <laughs> It's a berry bowl. It's a berry bowl. I couldn't, I I like could not get it to center. I remember how to do this. I remember the concept of it. And I was like trying to get it done. And I don't know if my tiny elf wheel just didn't have enough power and it was too small. And maybe it was that I was sprawled out on my floor. Or maybe it was the constant heckling of my spouse. I don't know. <laughs> But it's an inch in diameter and it did not go well. (laughs) It's unusual. However, Holden really thought it was cute and it's in his room on his shelf. (laughs) Boom. The pottery found a home. That's its forever home. He took it. He likes to hoard tiny trinkets. So it was not all that surprising when he was like, what is this cool bowl, mom? (laughs) It's yours. I made it for you, bud. for you special i can't wait to see a picture of it i still haven't seen it yet it is the ugliest dang thing (laughs) so yeah 
Um, that's my, I guess, like craft for you to try. I think that you should make it into a date night or like a kid craft and get a tiny throne wheel. And I think everybody in the family should try it and be in competition with each other because it brought me a moderate amount of joy. And (laughs) (laughs) I have to say moderate because the, the part of me that was very frustrated that I am no longer 16 and very good at ceramics was a little disgruntled. Yeah, that's fair. Somebody like me who has only done hand molding types of clay arts and I wanted to order this thing on Amazon, order a wheel. What would you recommend to me to get started? Should I just like... You're going to be super frustrated. So using a wheel is um, a little challenging because any... So this is what happened to me is anytime that you don't have it centered on the wheel and by centering you have to like push it into a mound that is completely like perfectly centered as it spins so it doesn't wobble because once you start to make something and you get it to a certain high like enough point it'll just like flop over and collapse and then you'll just want to flip the table um (laughs) yeah that's sad yeah so I feel like if you are not up for a challenge, don't go that route. Or that's why I said like, maybe just like make it like a fun family thing where like everyone's going to be bad at it together. And it's something that you guys explore because if you want to actually explore it and get good at it, I would recommend finding a class in your area and like actually using a real wheel because that'll be more satisfying and not like taint you to the hobby of like throwing pottery on a wheel because it is actually really cool. And it's crazy how people do that. Now, if you're like, I'm not going out anywhere but I still want to get a tiny wheel and try it and I am not going to do it like a funsy way with my fam maybe watch a bunch of YouTube videos and then if you figure out how to center it on the tiny elf wheel you call me (laughs) let me know because I'm still trying to figure that out yeah that's the TIFF version where she assumes she's better at something than she is that okay well that sounds good yeah I feel like it kind of makes me want to try it but I think go to a class yeah I want to do a class I think it would be like a really fun girls night like if you could find a class like in the area with some friends like yeah I think that would be a really fun thing to do yeah. Oh, okay. I'm excited. I'm re-excited after my failings Yay! of doing it by myself at home. <laughs> that makes it sound like way more. Next up is my version of the clay arts, pottery plus arts. I use air dry clay that you can paint or not paint, whatever you like to do. Um, Bestie Madeline that I've mentioned a few times, she gave, she gave me some of her, I think it was like leftover teacher supply stuff from her classroom for the year. Um, but it's like a huge block of Crayola air dry clay. And I'll tell you my unrealistic ideas about the Crayola clay in a moment, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> so things I've made, I made, I guess a you call it a pinch pot. Have you heard of that, Tiff? Yeah. Roll your hands together to make like a circle or a ball of clay. And then you gently pinch and kind of turn it around so that you very slowly, gently make it into a bowl. But you're not hardcore like shoving your thumb in the middle. It's a very slow like <laughs> process. So the clay doesn't crack and stuff. Okay. So that I think that's the point of doing it that way. I think that technically was also my childhood giraffe was, I want to say, a pinch pot. <laughs> 
but it's pretty easy to do. And then also I made some pottery items out of necessity. I like burning incense and I was like, oh, I want to get some stick incense, but I didn't like any of the incense burners that I saw online or on Amazon. And I was like, oh, I'm not paying this much money for some garbage looking thing that I don't even like. So... I my solution was I got this clay. I might as well just try to make my own. I will say I'm not like the most creative person is that like my brain is bursting with new and exciting ideas for things. However, I am a fairly okay copier. And so I just like Googled cool instance burners and like picked out a few that I was like, oh yeah, I could make something that kind of works like that. Um, so anyway, that was my inspiration. I made one that is like a little elephant because um, I love elephants. My favorite animal. I actually have them right near my desk. Um, and then I made another one that's like a little, it's a mushroom on a table with little feet. It is the hippiest looking one of them all. <laughs> but anyway, we'll post, we'll post all our pics, uh, fairy bowl, pages, weird creations, all to our Instagram. I did made, make one other thing that I'm not going to post to Instagram because I feel like it's not safe for children and I don't want to limit our already our audience that we have our very broad large audience I know I feel like we would get blocked or something anyway but so I was doing a craft night um and clay playing with Madeline and then I don't know what happened like a random piece broke off or fell down and I was like that looks like a male private and so (laughs) she was like it does you should make something out of it and so I did and so I have a lovely I'm calling it Tiff helped me name it a fertility totem it's a totem it's a totem I feel like (laughs) there was some hippie shop I went to that was like near Pine Arizona or something and they have all of the like expensive hippie shit that you want to buy like crystals and things made of hemp and stuff with the Grateful Dead on it and whatever but they had like a ton of fertility totems fertility totems <laughs> and so it was like and they're all carved out of like stone and stuff you know the, it, they were very intentionally made See? but there's I forget what country it is but anyway some country that's like a thing that is popular yes. for them to I have think there's a lot of there's a lot of like in history a lot of different religions and in countries and nationalities that had fertility totems. It is a totally valid creation you've made there, Paige. Yeah. So um, anywho, I also painted almost all my pottery. I ordered these really cool, like, iridescent, shimmery paints from Amazon. So my fertility totem is gold. Uh, I feel like it had to be gold. I don't know. But anyway, pretty much with mine, um, all you need is some air dry clay. That's like you could just go bare minimum and buy that or you could get paint you can get glitter i also found a cool product that i bought (laughs) that i wanted to tell everyone about it is dishwasher safe mod podge safety warning okay it i think it is meant like if you wanted to get a wine glass and cover the bottom of it in glitter and then have that not washed off in the dishwasher this is meant to like plaster things on to the outside of your like glasses and and whatnot i am pretty sure you don't want to eat it or drink out of it for outside decorating of your glasses Mm mm-hmm 
I would think it is great for that. But- so fun fact that involves Mod Podge. I feel like maybe we need to just do an episode of Mod Podge. So if somebody <laughs> yeah. suggests that you can take um, like napkins and you peel the layers off. Like if it has like a cool print on it or something to where it's just the one ply with the art on it. And if you mm-hmm. Mod Podge that onto whatever it is you're Mod Podging it onto, it looks like it's been painted. It's really pretty. Oh, cool. I actually think of I saw something like this on Instagram recently. Yeah, it turns out really, really, really cool. So if you have like a design or something that you really like or like, you know, like at Thanksgiving time, like they have really pretty napkins sometimes I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and it, so you could take one of those. You just like peel the layers off of it and then you Mod Podge it onto the outside of something. And it- Ooh, you, I just remember the one that I saw someone did this with um, seashells. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need to do a Mod Podge episode now because sky's the limit okay add it to the list (laughs) for next time um oh some other quick techniques that i will mention are scoring like if you want to attach two pieces of clay together you can't just like mush them together because they will fall apart um either immediately or after they dry so when you're enjoying your cup of coffee and your (laughs) hand falls off (laughs) yes one million percent so there's a technique where like whatever surfaces of clay you're sticking together you score them so like make little hash marks or like scratch marks in there and then dip your finger in some water to lightly wet it um do that with both pieces and then stick them together it'll kind of glue them together and then they yeah it's i liked this hobby i feel like it was it was challenging yeah i don't want to be good at it i don't accept that i wasn't good at it this is that (laughs) extreme where i will not rest until i'm good at it again (laughs) so we can expect really exciting pottery items from tiff in the future as my eye twitches (laughs) (laughs) i will not settle like your 12th side hustle business that you have (laughs) i have my own pottery studio (laughs) right it's a mess okay let's see what else do we have helpful resources oh Paige, you said there was something called like shitty craft club on instagram or tiktok oh yeah okay okay for shitty craft club it is an account that i follow on instagram and i feel like i've never related to her more than when i try to do pottery because <laughs> it's like comes out questionable sometimes but she makes really cute stuff but her whole uh like idea is that not everything is has to be perfect all the time like you can like tiff was saying you can just make stuff just to have fun making stuff yeah and it can just be a fun like stress reliever thing to do and if it comes out looking not how you wanted it to and it's not perfect then like whatever it was still fun to make yeah and then smash it and do it again yeah <laughs> then you can try to do it again or you have like yeah. a fairy bowl or a fertility statue that you don't really... Maybe someone else will love one day. You never know. You can gift it during a white elephant game. <laughs> oh my god. That's it the is the holiday idea. season. <laughs> that's the best idea ever. Yeah. Uh, and then we will share links and all that fun stuff of things that we have bought, of course. Um, but yeah. I think overall... I enjoyed the hobby. I think it's worth trying. I think everybody should give it a try and just, if anything, just to have something that you made with your hands. Yeah. It's a very accessible hobby, I think. Cool. Tiff, what's up? What's our next hobby? What's coming up next? We are going to be exploring crocheting slash knitting. Yay! (laughs) I'm so excited. I am going to make a giant chunky blanket, like the fancy ones that you see on the TikToks. 
Ooh, I can't wait to see it. I don't know what I'm going to make, but I did, I have knitted before. And this was one of those things where I knitted like a four inch by four inch square and was like, okay, check, I did it. It's dead <laughs> to me now. <laughs> Do you know what I really like is, um, and this may sound weird and you may think that like I'm a grandma, but I love those like towels that have the knit portion that hang on the oven. Yes, I know Obsessed. exactly. When people gift those to me, I am so happy. I maybe I will make one of those for myself because I love them. I need it to be hanging there. There are endless possibilities. I don't even know what I want to make because I feel like I have. This is a huge portion of my Pinterest. Yes. Is knitted and crocheted crafts. And I love a blanket. And then they have animals. Ugh. Sky's li- I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm going to, this is going to be my new hyperfixation for like years. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know if I'm ever going to come out of this one page. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Watch us get together next time to record. And we're both like, I hated it. I didn't even finish my project. No, we're going to have like uh, homemade scarves, matching vests. I'll have a yeah. knit beret. <laughs> The dog I'm gonna knit chicken sweaters. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes. I'm excited. And goat outfits. You could have a Billy outfit. Maybe I can knit the goat pasture to be <laughs> closed. Barbed wire knitting. Barbed wire knitting, yeah. <laughs> Um, Okay, well, you guys, thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us. As always, we love you. And if you find us somewhat bearable, please subscribe, leave a review, (laughs) and share it with your friends so we can have more than one vote on all of our things someday. However, if you are the one voter, we love you. Yes, we love you times a million. Times a million. I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday season and time away from work or responsibilities and all that good stuff. Bye.